All right. Yeah. You think if you buy me a jersey, I'm not going to wear the jersey? This is, <laughs> you oh, we, will. Yes. I got an extra double small. XL. I can send it a over. Double, okay. A double XL, though. <laughs> okay. We got you, Fluent. Right. Uh, Dame Day. It's Dame Day. It's Dame so, Day. We, it's we, Dame we, Day somewhere. We're going with the Dame Day. The Dame theme today. That's do you have Do you have a collection of jerseys? Me? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I do, Tone. I got, and it's only the guys that I like. Like, I got a Dame yeah. jersey. I got James. I got Leonard. Uh, who else do I have? I don't have a Jordan jersey. I had one long time ago, and I don't know what happened to it. But I had a Jordan jersey. Um. <laughs> Let's see. That's it for right now. I um I have a I'm trying to think what I'm trying to think of a way to explain it. I had as a kid this Jordan, it's not a jersey, it's like a it's a it's a jersey style, but it's like a picture of Mike. Yeah. It's kind oh, of yeah, full yeah, size, yeah. and on the back it's him like doing his um some reverse dunk or something. And so I was at my parents' house and my dad you have to understand my dad used worked at a dry cleaners. So mm-hmm. ev- everything he has, like if he sees something that's nice and never been worn, cause it, I never wore that, that, that jersey, like the tags still on it. And mm. so he wraps it in, he would, he wrapped certain things that he thought would be like, I don't know, in the plastic, you know, that you get from a dry cleaner. Yeah. And so I was at his house and it's been 30 years since I think it was like a 90, 91 Jersey. Is it still so it's still there in the plastic pristine with a tag on it and so i was like all right and he's like hey you can probably sell this i go no it's not like it's a jersey or something i looked it up it's like a thousand bucks who would pay but then i was like who would pay a thousand bucks for this like people are crazy like when i see what these jerseys like the game worn bulls jersey went for like 10 million dollars i was about to say i think it was something like like seven million dollars it's a collector's item yeah Yeah, i think that's i think that's you have way too much money go feed a hundred starving families (laughs) spend 10 million dollars on it yeah 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 yeah. uh what's up everybody in the chat thanks for stopping by uh og you're already getting some uh heat for the for the jersey so that's good it's game day why is it getting heat for the jersey I don't know. Ask Justin. Justin said, "Wow, OG." Hey, I'm a huge Dame Lillard fan. I love Dame. Yeah, come on. I did Dame Lillard. Um. Yeah. Uh. So we have a lot to get into today. Um. Yeah. Just in time for NBA preseason, we have a ton of NBA drama going on—the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um. If you're new, welcome to Fluid and Chill. I'm Haley. Um. And if you've been with us before, appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we'll definitely get into some NFL and NBA, but I, I just want to start off with, I just want to get it out of the way. The elephant in the room, uh, Ime Udoka and all that's going on there. Um, obviously, we only know a certain amount of details that the media has released. And I'm sure, uh, I think Woj has something coming out even later today with some more details as far mm-hmm. as the suspension goes. Um, but just from what we do know, Jay, what are you... What are you sensing from this whole situation? Uh, do you think that suspension could lead to a whole season? And if so, do you see an owner or, I mean, a, a head coach that could possibly fill Ime's shoes coming off a season where they just went to a championship? Correct. Like, if you, this is throwing a huge wrench. Like, yes. the fact that he could do that in his first season as a head coach um, with this group of guys is huge. So what are you taking away from all this? Well, the first problem that I had with it is – 
the fact that you could do this at this particular time. I mean, we got something going here. We got a championship unit and we're yeah. on our way to doing something. And the last thing we need is some nonsense like this to throw a monkey wrench in it, which exactly, which is exactly what it's going to do. But then I also heard earlier today and they took the words right out of my mouth. If he wasn't getting fired, why is this any of our business? That's because what I'm this saying. Because this is going on all over America. And I'm not even talking about in the NBA. Office romances are not new. Office romances are going on everywhere. But now that the cat is out of the bag, Haley, and now we're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, the vice president and his wife. I mean, how can I come into work every day knowing that the, the vice president, which he knew about this, by the way. How do I know? How can I come into work every day with the vice president looking at me knowing that this was going on? We can't really have a healthy working relationship with this going on. He has to go now. He has to go. There's no way that this thing can continue. But my, I think that they fumbled this simply because if they weren't going to let him go, then there's no reason why we shouldn't. I, I felt like that as soon as I heard about this. Like, this is none of my business. Why am I involved yeah. in this if he, was, yeah. if, if he was not fired? Why are you putting this out there? I, I didn't understand that for the life of me. And I will tell you that I think that the Boston Celtics absolutely dropped the ball on this because if this is going on between Coach Udoka and, I don't know, Haley, Jackal and that Harper and Associates on the other side of town, this is not yeah. new. This is not yeah. – and, and it still shouldn't be new. This is none of our business. And I didn't think that it was appropriate to mention it to us, especially considering the fact that man, he's not getting – he didn't get canned. I, I didn't understand why, why we were involved in this. Yeah. Uh, and real quick, Ticket said, what's up in the chat? What's up, Ticket? Thanks for stopping by. What up, Ticket? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. As soon as I read that, I was like, this is something – that's what makes me think, I guess, that there's more to it. I, I, I don't exactly know um, if there was some, like, underage thing going on, if there's some real shady stuff going on. Because for just being – just for adultery, I mean, that's not – Right. fireable a fireable offense well, I mean, well it's, no, it's, it's, no but is no. there like guidelines there, there's a million the... percent a problem here so one i want to know who leaked it because i think that is that mm -hmm. is part of the story i think who leaked it that's but the entire story tone exactly what you just said that's the entire yeah. story but when you say when you say adultery is not it, it okay forget the fact that i think he's just dumb for risking yeah. his job as head coach of the boston <laughs> celtics one of the best jobs ever you could have Forget the fact that he cheated on, I was about to cuss, Nia Long. Bro, that's Nia Long. Okay, let's move those two crazy parts yeah. aside because that's nuts. It was an employee. It was someone who he's in a position of power over. And every, and I'm assuming the Celtics have this, every business, every corporation have these outlined in your agreements, in your employee contracts that you can't, you know, fraternize with um, people that report to you or people that are from a hierarchy be below you because there's a power struggle. In fact, healthcare professionals, as an example, cannot have any kind of sexual relationship with any of their subordinates, cannot have, you can't treat, a doctor, I don't know if you know, can't treat, a dentist can't treat their their spouse, right? There, there's just, there's, there's, there's a, a power dynamic. So you're breaking a rule. Now, okay, is it a fireable offense? Yes, 
It is because if a CEO of a company slept with a senior manager and that was in their employment contract that you're not allowed to do that, then yeah, it's 100% with cause you fire them. That's why I go back to the original. Who leaked this story? Because apparently this has been going on for a long time. They had asked him to stop. They asked them both and they're like, nope, we're not stopping. So it's just, it's very weird. So uh, to allow it to get leaked and then to suspend him for a year, it's just, it's weird because to Jay's point, how do you then go back, right? Like this is one of those, hey, let's cover it up and move on. Or, hey, it's a private matter between him, his wife and whatever. Let's move on. That's that you can't do that now. So it's just a really weird dynamic that they've created. Tom, my question to you is, is with the, with the vice president, this is his wife, if I'm not mistaken. Who is, who is this woman that he's involved with? So I'm clear. That I don't know. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. What, yeah, what, from, from, from my understanding, the vice president, this is his, this, this is his. Oh, that makes it even more. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. This is, this is the logic that I'm, yes, this uh. is the logic that I'm getting. Now, the, the other thing that, and I'm speculating on this, but to your point, Tone, you asked the question of how did this get out? This got out. If, if this got out. How did this get out? I'll tell you how it got out, Tone. It got out because there's somebody else, too. Well, Jay, what do you mean there's somebody else? There's somebody else because if you rewind the clock back to 1995, what was going on in 1995? President Bill Clinton mm. was married to his wife, but he was also messing around with the intern. And what did the intern tell him? The intern was very, the intern was very simple. Hey, listen, man, you ain't got to take me out to dinner. You ain't got to buy me diamonds. You don't have to do anything flashy for me. But when you see me in the hallway, you can say hello. You can act like you know me. Yeah. And instead, Bill Clinton was like, nope. Not only am I going to act like I don't know you, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. So when she, so when the spot gets blown up and he's like, yo, I wasn't involved with that lady. He's like, she's like, wait a minute, what? So I'm under the impression that it was somebody else too because it couldn't have just been him and her. And I'm telling us, yo, we're just going to stop this because there's no way that I'm going to jeopardize my job with people telling me that, yo, everybody knows about this. You two need to cut this off because remember, Tone, and you know this as well as I do when you're in business, when you're doing something that could possibly jeopardize the business, there's a crossroad where we get to a point where uh, this is the out. We could keep going this way or we can get out. And I'm sure that they've had a conversation at some point about this, that, yo, this ain't really that cool. We might want to stop doing this. That's where the crossroad comes in. And I believe that there might have been somebody else involved in this. That's the only other way this got out. Because if I'm just talking to you, Tone, and you're just talking to me, the only way this gets out is if you say something or if I say something. That's the you only other way. No, but, Chris, but, but that's, that's, the, that's the part of it. That's the part of it that I think is weird, is that people knew about it because they were telling them to stop. So if they were telling him to stop, people knew. So this was not a secret. They weren't trying to hide this, which is which then goes to my next question. And again, none of my, in honestly, everything is really none of my business, none of our business. But did his wife know? Did like did they know? Were they open to it? Are they okay with it? Like maybe it's just a fa a thing that that's what they do, and they just let it go. And now it became public because maybe someone said. I want to make some money off this. I know what you guys are doing. I'm going to make it public. Sell the and story. Like, and they're like, no, we're not paying you. Okay, then I'm going to make it public. 
Because you know that happens a lot too. Of course. I just think that tone when I when, when I think about this situation, it's cringeworthy because I just don't feel like it's any of my business. And I don't think that if 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 Udoka was if Coach Udoka was getting fired, then this is something that we could dive into. But you involved us in this and basically some gossip. You know, this is what we found out yeah. about. And not only did we find out about this, well, we're basically just gonna send him home with pay. Well, wait a minute. If that's the case, then why are we involved in this? It's not like you're firing him. This is why we fired him. He wasn't good enough in terms of being a coach or he had some inappropriate behavior. You're just basically sending him home with pay. Then we don't need to know about it. Yeah, the whole situation is <laughs> awkward, it is. whack. It is. But it I is. guess from like uh, the you know the perspective that we're coming from, just being fans of the sports world. What, right. Go, well, listen, when you're a celebrity, ahead. when you're a celebrity, you, uh, you don't like it, whether you like it or not. And you know, when you're yeah. an athlete, a coach, you know, in the public eye. Yes, unfortunately, it's none of our business. But at the same time, you're in the public eye, so now everything is our business. That's the world we live in, like it or not. That's the world Very we live true. in. The thing that just blows my mind is, you know, you know what you're risking. You're risking your your marriage, your life, your home life. You're risking yeah. a great job. I always tell people this story. I, I used to, back in the olden days, I used to run car dealers. Mm -hmm. And there was a general manager who, you know, they make hundreds of thousands of dollars, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, three, 400,000 bucks. They get a free car, free insurance, like everything. Their, their life is great. There's one particular group that I work for. The one thing we did not pay for, we paid for everything except your gas. Your gas is your own responsibility. And we had a general manager who continually had one of the lot attendants go out and fill his demo, like the car that our car that we're letting him drive wherever he wants, kept filling it up with gas. And I, and I will not use names. Thank you. It is a fresh cut. I appreciate that. Uh, I did um, notice that your cut is fresh too, Tone, by the way. You got a yeah. fresh fade going on. You know, you know why? I, 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 did it, I did it where my son got his Steph Curry. Oh, that's so, so I was, I was just cute. sitting around. I was like, yeah, yeah, hook me up. But those yeah, guys why not? Yeah, yeah, Ultimate Fades, baby. If you're in, in the oh, GTA, the Toronto area, go to Ultimate Fades. And mm -hmm. so he, he would always get, and I said, stop. You're going to lose a job that pays you $400,000 and gives you a free car for, for a tank of gas. And this was not when gas was expensive. This was when right. gas was cheap. Mm -hmm. And so the owner, or one of the owners, is at the gas station one day, and she sees one of the lot attendants filling up a car that we, you know, knows is his. Oh, comes boy. back, comes to my office and says, hey, did you talk to about that? And I said, yep. Did you tell him to stop? I said, yep. Did you tell him what would happen if he didn't? I said, yeah, we'd let him go. Well, I just saw that. I'm like, nah. And then I had to go and fire him. I had to go in and fire a guy because he wanted to steal a $50 tank of gas. And he ruined a $450,000 job, lost it for 50 bucks in gas. And guess what goes down on the employment record? For theft. That's what it says for theft. So now, not so that's the thing. It's just like when you make those decision, guys, and this is the life lessons that you know, they said Jay and Haley, but apparently I don't help them learn in the chat. Thanks a lot. Um, is that you just be, when you make a decision, just think of what the risks are, is all I'm saying. I'm going to take off this jacket. I don't know if you can hear it. It's making a lot of noise, <laughs> driving me crazy. ASMR. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I need to go put on my jersey, is, is apparently what. Uh, yeah, you do. The boy is saying. Haley, Haley, uh, Haley, Haley set the theme tonight. Let's go. 
Hello. Okay, I want to touch on this super chat real quick from Lettuce. He said, um, and thank you for the super chat. We appreciate you. Uh, this summer is the 10-year anniversary of the Nets moving to Brooklyn. So I was hoping you guys could do a top 10 Brooklyn Nets all time. Much mm, love. Brooklyn Nets. Yes, sir. The Brooklyn Nets. Just so, so we're talking about starting in 2012, 13. Like, what was that? That was like Jerry Stackhouse. Who's on that team? I, I, uh, I pulled it up when I saw that. Joe Stack, Johnson. Stack was on the other side. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was 38 at that point. Yeah, Jack Stack was on the other side. Uh, let's see. Darren Williams was on the crew. Um, who was in Brooklyn in 2012? <laughs> That's a good question, man. I mean, they were a playoff team. Yeah. Mind you, they, they weren't a good team. They, they weren't just a good team. They were a playoff team. Darren Williams was on that crew in 2012. Um, Gerald Wallace. I'm looking at it. Joe Johnson, Duran Williams, who he, people just forget about him, eh? Um, Gerald Wallace, Reggie Evans. That's the dirty word guy. He was, but CJ Watson, like this, this team wasn't great. Like I wouldn't put anyone on that team, probably in that top 10, maybe, well, maybe Joe Johnson. Right. of, Of a top 10 Nets. Like when you start with the, just the Nets, most of the guys that they got, Right, where it was too late. Like when they got Garnett, Pierce, like it was too late. Pierce and yeah, yeah, they were were done. So I would start with the current guys. I would say KD's number one. KD of of the Brooklyn Nets, because if you're only thinking ten years, KD's been there two, three. So it's it's still it's twenty percent of the Brooklyn Nets career. So he's been there long enough. Uh, It's KD. It's Kyrie. Can we put in James Harden? No. No, James he Harden. yeah. James Harden, no. Didn't play long enough. Um, I think Darren. I think Darren Williams. Um, yeah, Darren Williams is up there. Uh, let's see. In the last ten, Joe John- years, and Joe Johnson. We agree, Joe, Joe Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. In the last ten so years, four. Joe Johnson. Um, big guys. What big? What big guys was in Brooklyn during that time? Let's see. Twenty fifteen. Did they? I don't think that they made it. Because when they? Because what happened to the Brooklyn Nets? When they traded, when they traded uh, everybody for those Celtics guys, they gave up all their. They gave up three first round picks, so they were irrelevant. And by the way, those first round picks turned into Jason Tatum, uh, Jalen Brown. I, I I can keep going. Yeah, they, they turned into Jason <laughs> Tatum, Jalen Brown. I believe it. They turned into Marcus Smart too. They they got him too. Um, let's see. So that's three first round picks that they didn't have, and the Brooklyn Nets basically irrelevant until they yeah. got Kyrie Irving. 15, 16, 15, yeah. 16, they were 21 and 61. Garbage, right? Um, and I'll just, this is how, this is how you know a team is bad. When Andrea Bargnani is on your team, you right. know you're in, a, in bad shape and he played 46 games. Um, he didn't start any, thankfully, but I think I did, that one, if you had a trivia question and asked me the team that I only knew he played for the Raptors and the Knicks, I did not yeah. About Brooklyn, that's then they went 20 games the next year, garbage 28 the year after that, garbage, and then 42 in 18 19. So, and that's obviously when and, um, D'Angelo Russell, Joe Harris, right. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez is a top, no, 10 Brooke Lopez is gone, I think, at that point, but yeah, yeah, he was he was up there at some, yeah, one point. Brooklyn Lopez, Brooke Lopez is a top, and 10 we're man. talking to big men. I mean, there weren't oh, a lot, men. oh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of big men. Jared no. Allen was only there for a minute, he'd probably either. Well, Bro- Brooke Lopez, he's their he's their all time leading rebounder in Brooklyn Nets history. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, I think he's their all time shot block leader yeah. too. So see, see I, I I'll say this. Uh, so the, the numbers are 
are sorry the, the in the 10 years i think it's hard because you're it's such a small time frame so you're, you're right. pretty much saying kd Kyrie, like you said darren williams mm-hmm. uh joe johnson you almost have to put in you almost have to put in um Kevin Garnett and those guys, unless you want to go Spencer Dinwiddie, like there's we just, can't. Not. We, we, but if you can't. look all time, man, we're talking Dr. J, Jason Kidd, yeah, Vince Carter. Well, then yeah, the that's list gets, re- yeah, that's then the list yeah. gets the really last good. 10 yeah. years, the, the yeah. last 10 years, yeah. four of them, 10 years, they were garbage. That's, that's the, almost, that's, that's the problem. Almost half the time. I mean, yeah. that, that's almost half the time that they were there. It's not like they were who they with who are, who they were over the last, you know, two years where they were in the playoffs Two the last three years when they were in the playoffs over the last, from from 2012 to 2022, that's 10 years. Four of them years, they were garbage. Yeah, straight trash. I will I will, I will say this uh, for those that are in the chat and those that are coming to the chat. The super chats clearly, you get your money's worth here. It's not like the mother shows where they don't answer your super chats or they only take like one minute. You get a discussion. Absolutely, we'll talk about it. No doubt right. about it. So so I put it. I put in the chat. Uh, would you ever cheat on Neil Long? Sixty six percent said no, and thirty three percent lied. What? <laughs> Oh my God! Well, you got to also remember too, Tone. Number one, they're not married. Not only are they not married, she yeah. doesn't live in Boston, which she has not lived in Boston, okay. and she hasn't lived in San Antonio. So we really won't really know what kind of relationship him and her have. Yeah, fair it's enough. True. That is true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, and that's why you know for still, me, the bigger thing is really just having is is someone that you like re- kind of work with that reports. You know what I mean? I think that's I think that's their issue. Yeah, I'm sure they have a personal conduct policy, but maybe they don't. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, sure maybe do. I mean, I'm sure they do. You, you, like Stephen like A. Stephen A. Smith, you know, Stephen A. Smith's like you know going crazy about it, but I don't know. He goes I, crazy about everything. Yeah, I think I I think we're making a big deal. I think we're making a bigger deal about it. Yeah, I mean, Woe should you know drop something? Should report something else? Well, that's not a woe. Yeah. Problem. He didn't. Yeah, yeah they didn't well, have apparently to it is now. I well, actually, to be honest with you, stuff told, like this, when I see stuff like this, is. I always think, I always think there's something else going on, and they're trying to yeah. divert our attention because there's something else happening. Well, this is absolutely a Wolves bomb because if I'm not mistaken, the book, not the Brooklyn, the Boston Celtics win the NBA Finals. They were in yeah. a dog fight with the Golden State Warriors to win the NBA championship, and now their head coach is possibly suspended for the season. And this is a team that could, yeah. could very well, in some people's eyes, be the favorites to go back this season. And now that's looking real tricky. And the reason why that's looking real tricky is because their coach over this nonsense is not going to be around anymore. So this is news. Yeah. This might not be the news that we would rather talk about, but this is news. Yeah. Yeah. A lot lies on the line like for I the said, Celtics right now. Yep. Yeah, don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. All right. It. Let, let's jump into this next uh, topic. Mm. because i'm curious to hear what Mm. you both think so let's get into it so colin cowherd says michael jordan couldn't win championships without scotty pippen while lebron james won multiple championships with other players Mm -hmm. this is his quote the biggest knock on jordan is this said colin cowherd how many playoff series did he win without scotty pippen kareem and lebron won multiple championships with other players jordan could not win with other players because of michael style which you often saw in washington you saw in his first five years in Chicago, he did not play well with other scores. He played well with Scottie Pippen, who acknowledged he would be in the passenger seat. Uh, Braun won without Kyrie. He won without AD. He won without D. Wade. Kareem won in Milwaukee. Kareem won in Los Angeles multiple times. So, <laughs> 
yeah. That's the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life. One, when idiots say Jordan never won without Pippen, I asked them, how many playoff series did he play without Pippen? The answer, three. His rookie season, his second injured season, and then year three, where he lost to one of the greatest teams of all time in the Boston Celtics. Got swept right out of the gym in three games by one of the greatest teams of all time. On his team, which was sub-500. So to say he couldn't win, well, he never played never played with anyone other than Pippen. Some people say that's to his credit. Okay, Colin Cowherd is trying to make that a negative. Well, he always played with Pippen. And you're going to bring up Washington? You're going to bring up, that's what we would have Washington, the 38, 39-year-old Jordan who's playing for a million bucks that he donated to 911 because he was the owner of the team and they needed to sell tickets? Give me a break. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a stretch of years where he only had Pippen by his side and he won with Pippen. He won more than both Kareem and LeBron with just Pippen. And when you say he couldn't, well, he never had the opportunity. So you're telling me if he went to Houston and played with Lajuan, they couldn't have won? If he went, if Do- brought Dominique over instead of Pippen, he couldn't have won? If he went to Portland and played with um, that jersey that he's, I don't know if that's a Dame jersey or a Drexler jersey. With Drexler, he, there's no chance he could have won. If he went to Philadelphia in the mid-80s and played with Moses and Dr. J, he couldn't have won. So to say he couldn't win with anybody else is stupid, and it's just bad, bad journalism. He didn't because he never had the chance. That's it. And then when you bring up Kareem and LeBron, oh, LeBron won without magic. Yeah, he had Oscar Robinson, Ro- uh, Oscar Robertson. Uh, and then when he went to, how did he do, Jay? You're, you're the historian. How did he do in LA before Magic got there? How, before how many, Magic how many got did he there, the, the first year that he, he, didn't, he didn't win any championships. Yeah. Oh, oh, exactly. So it sounds like Kareem couldn't win without him. How much? How much winning did LeBron do in Cleveland? His first seven, eight years. I mean, he, did get to the NBA, he did get to the NBA Finals. How many? How many championships? Because that's what he's talking about. Yeah, they didn't win the NBA championship. They didn't win the NBA championship. Oh, that's interesting. So. And I hate this for both. When people say LeBron had to go to Miami and needed Wade and Bosch to win, I hate that argument too. The dude's a great player. He didn't need just, hey, that's what he did. Kareem, he didn't need Oscar or Magic, but he always had them. So just because he replaced Oscar, who was on the downside of his career, let's be honest, and he was lucky where he went to LA and they got Magic and it rejuvenated him, right? it's just, it's such a dumb argument. I don't even know. It's right. So you have people in the chat who are one in nine without Pippen. And they think that's series. Like I bet you Dijon, whatever his name is, doesn't realize it was three series when they say one in nine. So that's like me saying, oh, well, LeBron sucks because in four NBA finals, he went two and 16. Because that's what he did in four NBA finals. His record's two and 16. Is that a good argument for LeBron to say that he, that's why he's trash? No, that'd be a stupid take. Just like one and nine is a stupid take because it adds zero context to the conversation. And that, that's I, I'm going to go on a tangent. And I don't. I, I've been talking for five minutes. I'll stop. Well, we we got to we got to also remember too, Tone, that number one, that unit was built around Jordan. It wasn't like it was a situation where Jordan inherited a bunch of stars and then they moved forward. No. That unit was built around Jordan and Jerry Krause added Scottie Pippen and him and Jordan grew up together. So there wasn't a situation where like in Cleveland, where they did a terrible job in building that unit around James. Agreed. Where 
had to go. No, they built that unit around Jordan and they added Scottie Pippen and they added Horace Grant and they added BJ Armstrong and they traded for, for Bill Cartwright. Uh, they added Stacey King and this unit was together for a lot of years. In the process of this unit being together for a lot of years, Scottie Pippen and Jordan both grew together. Jordan was getting better every year. Scottie Pippen was getting better every year, as opposed to in, in James's case, he didn't really have anybody to grow with. His only constant was Zadrunas Ilgowskis and Anderson Vettigel, which sounds like. Oh, a yeah. Sound. And listen, I, I've said this. That's what that the sounds Cleveland like. Cavaliers did LeBron dirty. And I that's what I'm saying. I'm not using this as a I'm not knocking LeBron or. or excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using this to knock oh, LeBron or Kareem. Okay. I'm just saying it's irresponsible to say, well, Jordan couldn't win because he never had the opportunity. So when people, again, I'm looking at the chat when people say, Jordan couldn't have won in seven and in 07 and 18 if he took over the cap. You have no idea what he could have done. You have no clue. And then again, I go, again, I look at the chat at how ignorant people are. Uh, LeBron went to the finals without an all star teammate. Okay, by that standard, Jordan won two NBA championships without an all star teammate. But that that's up, yeah, and 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 that's right. something. That, those things drive me nuts. It's yeah. just it's that's so like you're not using different. your noggin there, bud. And to add and and to add more context to it, you know, it wasn't like Jabbar got Oscar. Let's be clear, Oscar got Jabbar. Oh Oscar yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oscar Oscar got Jabbar in year seven. Okay, it wasn't like Oscar was a gift to Jabbar. No, Jabbar was a gift to Oscar. Jabbar was the and best it, player in the game, right. and he yes, was a, absolutely he, he was a gift to Oscar. Now Magic was a gift to Jabbar, even though that team that Jabbar was on was actually advanced. And he did go to the Western Conference Championship two years after he got to the Lakers. Because remember, Tone, they were Oklahoma City the year before he got there. They were at the bottom of the Western Conference. He's the right? MVP of the league. He's the best player. Of course. Of course. By like, the way, breaking, that's what I'm saying. Breaking, we're not knocking. I'm not knocking Kareem. He's the best player. Breaking news, Tone. You don't get suspended for the season. Yeah, oh, we yeah, just yeah. got a super super chat. Uh, Trill Phantom, thank you for that yep. uh, update for us. But yeah, what he's out for the season. So, so with, with with that being said, like I said, Jabbar was a gift to Oscar Robinson. So, with that also being said, LeBron James was a gift to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was routinely shown the door after the Shaquille O'Neal and and him tandem after two thousand six. He was out in the first round, didn't make the playoffs, out in the first round again swept after winning the NBA championship. So this team that he was on, once he gets LeBron James, that's a gift to him. And he gets him in a different stage of his career, which would explain why they were winning. Same logic going, same logic going forward with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love in Cleveland. Those guys, these how many playoff appearances, Haley, before Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love get with LeBron James. Ky Kevin Love, six years in the league. These how many playoff appearances he had. Kyrie Irving, four years in the league. This is how many playoff appearances he had. These guys were – James was a gift to these guys and actually helped them get better. It wasn't like they was building that unit around them. No. I think that the Jordan situation with Pippen is completely different because they built that unit around Jordan and Scottie Pippen and him both because Jordan was so young. They grew together and they got better together. Now, the success wasn't early for Jordan before he got Scottie Pippen because he was dealing with some – juggernauts now i i, I can't oh, and let's not forget that. too pippen let's not forget pippen didn't come into the league although he was a high draft pick he didn't he didn't even start in the first season right oh, year yeah. two like year two he's averaging what 10 points so it's it's that's what i'm saying it's not like they, they make it seem like when oscar got kareem he was an mvp jordan didn't get an mvp player 
And again, none of this is knocking any of these guys. It's when you say this person couldn't win without that person, when you never saw them play with another person. Like we never saw Jordan play with someone else other than Pippen. However, when he says he couldn't win with anybody else, uh, remind me how many players were on the second three-peat that were on the first three-peat? None, just Scotty and Jordan, that's it. Scotty and Jordan, that's it. The rest of the roster was completely, completely different. And better, mind you, in my opinion. But, um, but again, I'm not knocking. People are using this argument to knock LeBron or to knock, or they think I'm knocking Kareem or knocking LeBron, and you know I'm not because those are my one, two, three all time. I'm just saying you can't say Jordan couldn't win with anybody else because he never got the chance to play with anybody else. And when you say Kareem won with multiple players, well, he traded in Oscar for Magic. That was a much better player and a much better team. He traded in for a younger, better version of Oscar. Like when you rank your point guards, guess who's on top? Oh, it's Magic. So, and then with LeBron, listen, LeBron's the best player in the world. So when he goes to a team that has two other all-stars in Wade and Bosch, they better win. That's why they said not one, not two. Everybody hated this. I actually liked it. You know I like bravado. Not one, not two, not three. Well, yeah, because you got three of the best players in the East together. You should win. Then when he goes to um, Cleveland, you're absolutely right. Kyrie, we know Kyrie's not a leader. He's not the leader of a team. But, man, he's a wonderful two number two. Like, I mean, a great number two. Yeah. So he gets Kyrie and Love, who you could probably make an argument are what? A younger, you're going to argue maybe better or equal, Wade and Bosch. Because Wade and Bosch were starting to go on their decline. So he gets right. a better version of Wade and Bosch. And guess what? They win. Then when he goes to L.A., well, how did you rank A.D. before he was in L.A., Jay? I thought he was one of the better players in the game, but he wasn't the best player on a championship team. I didn't think that he was that guy. But what was he on the Lakers? Wouldn't, wouldn't he you, was the top was the 10 player in the NBA? Yes. In fact, I, had, I when he's healthy, I thought he was a top five player in the league. So if I was if I was a hater, which I'm not, I would say, well, sounds like uh, LeBron can't win without top 10 talent because that's what he's always done. Always. That's the only time he's won championships. But I don't say that. What do I say? I say, I don't blame him. I would have left Cleveland, too. I don't blame him. I would have went and played with better players, too. That's crazy not to do that. Well, he um, he, he had to do still, that. And of those best players, he's still the best one of the bunch. Right. right. So right. Uh, you don't use it as a negative. So when people use any of those as a negative, it, it just it, it's lazy. It's lazy. That's the problem that I have with, with with certain tapes that, you know, it's lazy. So, for example, I heard a guy say to me not too long ago that uh, LeBron James is the all time leader in turnovers in the regular season, turnovers in the playoffs, the playoffs turnovers in the, in the finals. Yes. Now, here's the problem that I have with that tone. Number one. This is how many seasons LeBron James led the playoffs, led, led the led the regular season in turnovers. Zero. Not one time did he lead the. Not one time did he do that. In the playoffs, of course he he's, to, he's uh, played more games than everyone else. Of course he's going to lead in turnovers. All right. Not not one season. These how many seasons he led the he led the regular season in turnovers. Not one. Zero. That's first of all. Number two, him leading the playoffs in turnovers of the four of the five years that he led the playoffs in turnovers, which we do not talk about. Four to five years that he led the playoffs in turnovers, Tone, he also led him in assists that same year at a two-to-one ratio. So that's important to mention. So it wasn't, like he was just, it wasn't like he was just turning the basketball over. Same logic when in the NBA Finals. LeBron James is the all-time turnover leader in the NBA Finals. Why are you leaving out the fact that he's also second all-time in Finals history in assists? 
had a two to one assist turnover ratio. Yeah, and I think he's second in games played, and the other right. is Kareem, yeah. who who never touched the ball, like other right. than down low. He, like he's not he's not dribbling the ball. I, yeah, I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. Those things drive me nuts because at the end of LeBron's career, the people that hate him, which people say it's me, and you know that's not true, they're gonna say, well, he let leads the league all time in turnovers and shots missed because he will. Well, yeah, because he played. Because at the end of it, he's going to have played 22 years right. with a like 19, 20 year prime. Right. He better lead in shots made, shots missed, turnovers. Like right. he better lead in those things. So that's what drives me nuts is when you use that one little piece of fact. It's fact, but to like make a full case on one thing, it drives me nuts. That's like that. that that's like that's like say H Boogie. Were you at that party last night? Well, yeah, I was there, but there's more to it than that. Number one, yeah. it was my best friend's party. That's number one. We yeah. got to mention that yeah. part. We can't just leave that part out. It was her 21st birthday. So we got to mention that part as opposed to, yeah. yeah, Haley, you was out last night till four o'clock in the morning. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. There's much more to this than just that. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, I mean, you have to fill out the, the stories, but I mean, when it comes to debating basketball or any sport, like that's how, that's typically how we tend to use the points to try to prove a point, but you have to flesh it out and fill out the whole story. Well, Tone, um, no, Tone, no. NBA Finals, NBA Finals, who scored the most, who has the most 20 point games in the NBA Finals to Haley? I know Jay knows because I did this to him once before, so I'm going to ask Haley, who has the most 20 point games in the NBA Finals? The most games where they scored 20 or more points. Is it Jordan? Jerry West. Who has the most 30-point games in the NBA Finals? Jerry West. Jerry West. Who has the most 40-point games in the NBA Finals? Kobe? Nope. You're, 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 Jerry, Jerry West. Just keep saying Jerry West. He was on the right track. So if, I, the I tell right you track. Just, if I tell you, yeah, if I tell you just that part, most 20, 30, 40-point games. Wow, Jerry West is the best finals performer ever. Yeah, except his record's like, what, one and seven? One and eight. One, one and eight? eight. <laughs> yeah. One and eight in the oh, oh, yeah, I missed that. If I forget that stat, that he's one and eight, you'd right. think, wow, he's the greatest finals player ever. Oh, but right. he's one and eight. Oh, I guess right. he's not great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. You have to take it all into account. You have to use it all into account. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you very much. So cool. Okay, real quick, Um, because I do want to get into football a little bit, but uh, the whole age eligibility thing that is going on, I, it, nothing set in stone. It, it It's a conversation that's been had before. Yeah. will probably be had again uh but i know in the next couple of years they're thinking about dropping that age to 18. Mm -hmm. uh so i guess kind of my question fluent from you how do you feel about dropping that age um how is this going to impact obviously collegiate athletes and do you have a problem i mean we could look at all of time there's so many greats that obviously came right out uh that were so, so successful. There's also mm -hmm. athletes that did go through college and ended up being bus or their maturity, obviously, you know, they had to continue to work on that and it, it did affect their career. So how do you feel about this? Do you like it? Would you have liked to have seen it stay this way in the first place? Um, and do you think it is a possibility that the commissioner will have this be changed? I think they are gonna do it because the, the one and done culture has destroyed the collegiate game, right? Players come in and they're, they're, it's one year and they're gone. And and it's hurting, I think it hurts, it's hurt college basketball. My concern, however, and my always concern has been, I hate the straight out of high school rule. 
because for every Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, there's a Kwame Brown. There's actually probably two Kwame Browns. There's probably two to one, the ones that are end up being stars versus the ones that, you know, I'm trying to think of some other Sebastian Telflair maybe. Um, there was, there's a guy, I forget his name. Kyle Harrington. Darius Miles. I have it. James Long. Like if I give you these guys' names, you'll be like, what? What? Uh, Nadudi Abe. I, I have a list here. Desange Jop, uh, straight from high school. Um, there's this guy, I can't remember his name. Martel Webster, mm-hmm. Travis Outlaw. Now, some of them had okay careers. Eddie Curry, right? Denver. Corleone Young. You guys know any of these guys? Robert Swift. Robert mm-hmm. Swift never should have came straight out of high school. Leon Smith. Probably never heard. Sebastian Telfler. Yeah, I, that was the one I was thinking of. Jonathan Bender, who was okay. And then obviously. Oh, yeah. So what I'm saying is for, for the guys that came out and were great, there was a bunch of guys who did it because, hey, I needed money. Now that there's the NIL in college, I think it, it keep, will hopefully keep those guys in school. I've always thought just like certain jobs, like, you know, I'm in the corporate world. You have to have an MBA to get this job, right? You want to be a doctor, you have to have a PhD. I think the MBA should have a, you have to have a university degree or an associate's degree, which I think is two years to join the MBA, unless, unless you get an exception. Unless you're going to, if you get like an exception, hey, you're exceptional, we're going to let you in to the draft. That's what I've always felt is because anybody coming into the draft because some agent's going to tell you, or some person who's got their hand in your wallet's going to tell you, "Hey, man, you're the man. Go, go. You've, you know, you've dominated high school. Might not be ready. Go join." The, and then, but the teams don't think that. Now you're a second round pick. Now what happens? Your contract's not guaranteed. You're not guaranteed on the roster. You've lost your college eligibility. So I just those because I've seen so many busts more than stars. I'm just like, let them play, let them make, now that they got their NILDs, let them make their money, right? To support their families. Cause I know that that's important, you know, do that. And then when you're ready, come to the NBA. I just, I think it helps the college game. I think it helps. I think it helps the student athletes. I knew nothing about now, granted I wasn't NBA material, but I knew nothing about money when I was there. If someone dropped $5 million in my lap, it would have been gone in five minutes. Right. And so it's like, let's teach those things. They're, like, there's a reason there's a reason 72% of athletes are broke three years after they retire. 72%, three years, right? I feel like that's what that's what college should do for them is teach them like those financial pieces. But again, that's more of a whole probably different conversation than we want to have. I, I, I feel like we live in America. And if you're going to send me off to war at 18 years old, if you're going to let me go to Hollywood to pursue fame and riches at 18 years old. If I want to put my name in the NBA draft because I feel like I'm ready, I should be able to do that. However, if I'm going to go to school, then there has to be some incentive for the school as well. And I think that if you're going to go to school, you got to stay in school for two years. At minimum, you got to stay in school. For, if, you, if you're going to go to school, you got to stay in school for two years. And now that they have incentives like the NIL, now they have ways where you can profit off of this. This could actually benefit you because let's be clear, Tone, the game, as good as it is today, as skilled as players are today, owners, general managers, they would much rather these kids go to school and they would much rather them go to school because they would be more pro ready. I remember being 19 years old and looking at Joe Dumas and thinking to myself, I am not prepared for that guy. I am not prepared for that guy. I'm looking at Latrell Sprewell and thinking to myself, I'm not ready for him. 
I'm too busy trying to figure out if I could play in the SEC as opposed to playing in the NBA. Because at 19 years old, I enjoyed being around 19-year-olds. I enjoyed living in the dorms and eating cafeteria food as opposed to being 19 years old. And I got a staff and I have people that I'm now responsible for in addition to making a lot of money. So I wasn't ready, not just me in particular, but a lot of these guys, I don't think they are. But if you're going to if I don't think that you should be restricted coming out of high school, if you think you're ready, put your name in the draft. But if you're going to go to school. There has to be a there has to be at minimum a two year commitment, and the reason why I f- keep going, keep going, sorry. And, and 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 the reason why I feel like that is because I feel like on both ends, this is a business deal. This isn't just you're using me just as much as I'm using you. I'm trying to get to the NBA, and in order for me to get there, I got to go to school. And if I want to go to and if I want to get there, I got to go to school. Well, in order for you to get there, you got to come play for me. You got to play here for at least you got to play. You got to go to school for at least two years yeah. minimum. Uh, no, I actually, I actually really like that. The other thing I would add in to that is if you enter the draft and you aren't taken in the first round. So if you're taken in the first round, you're out. But if you're not taken in the first round, because they have agents now anyways for their NIL deals, because before it was, well, if you had an agent, you couldn't, you know, you're pro and you can, if you don't get drafted in the first round, you can make the decision to go play for your team as a second round pick or go back to your school. They do that in what you call it. And in baseball, they do that. Guys get yeah. drafted in pro baseball. They go to school. They get all drafted the, in the eighth or the ninth round. All they go to the time. School. Absolutely. Yeah, going, and they own their rights. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so I think they should have that opportunity because when, like, if you, if someone told you bad advice, you'd be a top 10 pick and you don't go until 50, you know Which what? Maybe I should go time. back to yeah. school. Yeah. Because to your point, ready for the NBA. Dude, I didn't, I didn't, I would, I knew I wasn't ready for the Big East. <laughs> After I played my, my first practice, forget a game. We talk about practice. Yeah. So I'm not definitely not ready for the NBA. So, so yeah, that's, it's just, I feel like they have to do this. I think they have to do it because the make forcing them to do one year somewhere, I think ruined it for everybody. It ruined colleges because of the one and dones. It ruined it for the kids that were ready to come in right after high school um, or they'd go to Australia or, you know, overseas or whatever. So I think they ruined it for, for them. So I think they have to, and look, there's guys again, depending on where you grew up, there's guys who in Europe are playing pro at 16 years old. So by 18, they might be ready. Right. Luca. And, and on top of that tone, there's guys that are in college. I saw, I watched Zion and I'm thinking to myself, what is this dude doing in school? He has no mm-hmm. business. In school. He's wasting yeah. his time in school. And there are exceptions. I see Kobe Bryant, and I think that him playing for the Lakers at the time that he was playing for the Lakers, I think that was the best situation for him with the vets that he was around and the tutelage that he was getting. I think that that was a great situation for him. Kevin Garnett did not. He he also, he, listen, he also, he also, you know, Co- Co- Kobe's dad also played in the league. So he understood the pro, right? That stuff, that other stuff that you know, right. know, he lived it. Kevin Garnett, you're right. Kevin Garnett was ready. Was it Moses? Was Moses? Moses did not need to yeah. go to school. He did. Moses, he came yeah. no, but he came right out of high school, right? He did. And he played yeah. in the ABA. And he played in the ABA. Yeah, like there's certain guys, like I said, that you just know. Right. Like, James I did not need to go to school. LeBron, LeBron did, no, did not need to go. Yeah, what not. is Tracy McGrady doing in school? He don't need to but go. But I will to say this, college. Jordan Jordan did. I think Jordan did need to Michael go. Jordan need to go he to did. Michael Jordan did. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't yes, take away from any of them that they did or didn't, but there's certain guys that are just, hey, you know, you develop faster because you see guys like look at a guy like Giannis. Mm-hmm. Look at Giannis, just the way his body has changed from his first season in the NBA, right? Or AD, AD has grown, I think, two inches <laughs> since he's been in the Jason NBA. Jason Tatum, too. Oh, yeah, Jason Tatum. Their bodies yeah. are still growing and developing, so it's okay. It's just some people take longer. It just Plus, 
to add to your so much. Plus, Tone, to add to your point, Jordan, uh, uh, guys like that. It was a much older league back then, too. We're talking about men That's during true. that time. Yeah. So a guy like there's a reason why Kobe Bryant didn't play as much initially because it was an older league. There were a lot of vets. There were a lot of guys in front of him. Same thing with Garnett. Even though Garnett came right in and played, it was tough. It was a tough go for him. The reason why it was a tough go for him, yeah, he made the All-Star game in his second year. But guys like him, guys like Bryant, guys like James, those guys, I think that it's a little bit of a – I think it's a stretch for those guys because I don't think that they needed to go to school as opposed to other guys who – I, I think that you could have used a year or two of school, and I think that it would have really helped you out and, and made you a lot better. The one guy that I think about more than anything is Harrison Barnes, and I and I know that that's not a yeah. household name for a lot of people, but I remember Harrison Barnes, his freshman year after North Carolina, and him saying, I'm not ready, and I'm going to go back to school. And he went back to school, and he did what he did his second year, and he was ready and became a lottery pick and turned out to be a really good NBA player as opposed to rushing himself and going, Ended up, that, that ended takes up a not lot of, that takes a lot of self-awareness. It does. It, it absolutely does. I'm not ready. I'm going to go back to school one more year. And he did that. And he came out and he was super sharp. When but, the, but when if I'm was, staring down, listen, if I'm staring down the barrel of a, you know, $10 million a year contract, it's hard to say. Come on, Tone. To school. I'm, I mean, it's hard. You I'm, know, I'm, it's hard. I'm watching, I'm watching Carmelo Anthony, who his idea going to Syracuse that one year, that was all it was. It was supposed to be one year only to find out. And you know what? This place ain't really that bad. In fact, I actually like it here. And I actually want to stay here. Only except he got a $10 million contract from Jordan. He got a and, and on top of that, that NBA contract. Well, what's the reason why we go to school, Tone? You go to school for a better opportunity at life. Well, I got that opportunity right now. So I can't really turn that down. I have to go. You have to go. You do. Like there's certain yeah. situations where you just have to go. I, I right. But, but again, but the NIL the NIL did change that a little right. bit. Like if he was if if Carmelo as an example was there, they win they win a national title, and now comes to him and says, "Hey, I'm going to give you two million dollars." He would have came whatever. back. He's going back. He's going back to yeah, Syracuse. He right? came back. To, he would have came back to school. So no doubt about that. He would have definitely came back. But guys like Carmelo Anthony, I use those. I, I use guys like that as an example, Tom, because he was in a situation where if he wanted, if if he could have. He would have came right out of high school, but he wasn't ready. And it was only going to be a one and done at Syracuse, only to find out that, you know what, this place ain't really that bad. In fact, I like it here. And I'm not really, I don't know if I want to go, but I have to go. You know, if LeBron would have gone to school, the Cavs could have picked Carmelo. And then if they would have still stunk, then got LeBron the next year, they could have both of them. <laughs> no, boy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Crazy. I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, Car I mean, Carmelo it, probably helps them win a few. I don't know. Maybe it's Cleveland. Maybe they still do get the first round pick again, mm. back to back. The Bulls got first. Did the the Bulls had two uh, number one picks? Yeah, back to back. Why not? The what ifs. Uh, but yeah, as far as the age thing goes, I think you can't shouldn't dictate somebody's maturity. You shouldn't you know have too much control. So we'll see what happens. We'll stay on top of it though. Um, I will oh. tell you this, Paige. I will say this really quick in closing. Now, football is a little bit different because football, you're dealing with, a, you're dealing with the physicality. You're dealing with a lot of grown-ups. And in football, they got rules. You got to go to school for three years, minimum. You got to be out of high school three years in order to play football. And the reason why that is is because, you know, I don't think Adrian Peterson, as good a running back as he is, 
as big as he is, is he prepared coming right out of high school to play in the NFL? I doubt that very seriously. But I think he's more prepared after year three at Oklahoma than he would be coming right out of high school. So I think it's a little bit different. And I think that yeah. in that aspect, I think that that works. But in other aspects, there are exceptions. So like the NBA, for example. I mean, there are guys who at 18 years old, I don't think that they need school. Yeah. yeah. And they, um, they should have that choice. Yeah. Uh, Vamp, yeah, Vamp, Vamp, shout Vamp. out for you, Fluent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, was, oh, you're going to say it too. I'll let you say it. Go. Yeah, I got you. Fluent, you were really good on the NFL player's choice. Yeah, I was on fire well last done. night. True. I was on fire. Yeah? You are spitting? Okay. Uh, some, some, someone came with a little bit, you know, wasn't that fluent. So, you know, we had to Ooh. make him more. Now he's more fluent. Did, uh, did you talk about your Bears? Yeah. 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 They almost okay. sucked me in tone. They did. <laughs> don't get, don't was, get sucked I, in. Don't I was watching them on Sunday early. I'm thinking to myself, if with these dudes, can they go? Could they go two and zero and end up being at the top of the division? And then I was, and then I started watching them, and I saw it going this way. I was like, okay, I'm. I'm, I'm Listen, you can only, you know, <laughs> when you're playing with your owner, like, uh, you know, you can, you have to let them win at the end of the game. So Rogers, you knew Rogers was going to bring that team back. Jay, real quick, how how do you feel about having Jimmy back? What did we talk about, H Boogie? This is what it should have been from the from the beginning. Do you feel but we, that energy come back? That but, like energy just seeped back into everybody. Well, but here's the problem, H Boogie. We need a backup quarterback. Yeah, that's what. Well, our third string is is it? Who yeah. who's the backup now? Right. Uh, no, I'm out. You don't. Saying, I don't. I don't know, Tom. Purdy, I think. Oh my god. Somebody Purdy. Yeah, he's. Not, I mean, he did all right in preseason. Because Jimmy yeah. G's gonna. You all know. You know, H. You know, H, he's going to get banged up. You know that's going to happen. You know that Jimmy's going to get banged yeah, he's up. He's going to miss a couple of games. Yeah. We do need a backup quarterback will. now. We need a back. And if, if the plan was what we talked about right from the beginning, to stick yeah. with Jimmy G, Lance. and Trey Lance yeah, will be our backup quarterback. But instead, no. This is what we're going to do. We're going to rush the kid. Yeah. Now we broke him. And he's done for the season. And now we're going to stick with Jimmy G, who I thought we should have stuck with right from the beginning. Yep. Now we basically had to. Now we basically got to go with him for the rest of the way, hoping that he holds up. We, yeah, we have to, which he won't. Like that's almost guaranteed that oh he will. And this is without Kittle. This is without Mitchell. Right. Like, uh, so we'll see how that goes. I just wanted yeah. to see how you both were feeling. Is Kittle but... going to play? What's going on with Kittle? Got a hamstring Dude, issue. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. got a hamstring issue. It's good. It's just. It's worse than what. What it, what it was initially regarded as and what it was dis, what it initially diagnosed as. And it was supposed to be like a week or two weeks. No, it's, it's, it's definitely worse than that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get him back to like week three or week four. I wouldn't be surprised. You should probably, you know what? I'm just, yeah. as I'm watching this game, you should probably just call it Pittsburgh and take Mitch yeah. Trubisky because he's not going to be starting after today. Or, or, Mason, or Mason, or Mason, or Mason. No, no, it's 14, 13, but or Mason Rudolph, maybe. Like they don't need, they're, they're not. They don't need a quarterback. They don't, yeah. The, the, those like just, just to have an, an arm like Mason Rudolph's not horrible. We like, know to get at this point, right? But we know who we know that Trubisky is a bridge quarterback in Pittsburgh. We know that we know that Kenny Pickett is the guy moving. Pickett is the guy moving forward, but he needs that bridge. We can't throw him out there yet, Tone, because again, it's the same situation with Trey Lance. He ain't ready, and you don't want to screw him up. He needs this. He he needs that bridge. Which he's got right now with Trubisky. Yeah. I, I just yeah. listen. If they're going to be losing games, they might as well give the kid experience and see what they got and lose games. Like it's not. It's not. 
it's not costing them games. They're going to lose them anyways with Mitch. So you might as well just let, unless he's that bad and they just have no faith in him to be on the field, then, then okay. Yeah. Then okay. Then okay. Um, shout out. You I should give Jillian a shout out because her giants are by far the worst two and O team hey. in football. Hello, so, Jillian. Okay, dear. I, real quick, real quick. The giants are playing. Um, the Cowboys on Monday night football. Cowboys. Okay. What are the odds that the giants go three and O? What are the odds? H Boogie. All I'm going to say is talk Let's the tone. Let's talk about it. All, all I'm, I, I'm not even going to talk about the Giants. Just talk the tone about what I said to him two months ago about the Giants. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say another word. Just talk the tone. Um, okay. Well, uh, he said, okay, first of all, find the question that I'm ducking because I've never ducked the question, Keyshawn. We got you laughing. Okay. We got you. Okay. We got, okay. We get to that question. I don't know what question he's talking about. Um, two. Um, Jay said that the Giants tricked me last year. I thought they were going to make the playoffs and they sucked me in and they sucked. But I think this is their year. Daniel Dimes, Danny Dimes, he's going to get them. Oh. This is their year to prove that they can. No, it's the worst 2 0 team you've ever seen. <laughs> just think about, just think about what they did. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just listen. Just listen. They beat the worst team in football who we just didn't know was going to be the worst team in football, the Tennessee Titans, by one point. And they beat the Carolina Panthers. Panthers were horrible by three points. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. You think Tennessee is garbage, though? You think they garbage? Garbage. garbage. <laughs> Hot garbage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're. I, 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 I really thought they wouldn't be like I thought they'd be in contention, they, like for the AFC South, not like for anything big. But wow, they look horrible. They just the look so horrible. Bad. Like yeah, even Derrick Henry does not look like Derrick Henry. Oh, he looks like no, he's uh, like a he's a Marvin shell of himself. Henry. Like I don't know who the hell he is. He's not Derrick. <laughs> That's not Derrick Henry. It's sad. I bet on them too. I I thought that they could pull out a win and and get it done, or at least put up a fight. And then it was just, just it was it was gross. I can't. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, it's... sorry, sorry, Jillian dear. Um, the Giants yeah. aren't that good. Although I will say this, I will say this. The one thing the Giants do have going for them. Go look at their schedule. If they can beat bad teams, like they have a stretch where they literally can go eight and two because they play like the Jags, the Titans, the Bears. Like they play a lot of Seattle. Like they play a lot of bad teams. Their schedule is so forgiving. Is that the fool's gold tone that you're talking about? It's that fool's gold because because what will happen is they throw in like the Packers and then they'll throw in like a Rams and they're going to get blown out by 50. People are like, oh, maybe not. But they have so many. If they can, if Dallas stays horrible with Cooper Rush, which I know they'd be, I know, but let's be honest with Cooper Rush, they're not a team. There's just so many windows. Like I don't like here. I if I if I may, sorry, I just banged my mic. Like let me just let me go through the list because I, I did this last night too, and it blew oh, my giant mind. schedule. It, yeah, it blew my mind yeah. how many bad teams they are playing. So let me quickly just go who they're playing this week on Monday night. You said right against Dallas. They got the Cowboy. They got the Cowboys. Yeah. They got the da- they got Dallas. They got Dallas yep. at home. That's a I winnable game. I'm not I saying they're they winning. It's a winnable game. Okay. I think they do. I think they do. <laughs> so so listen. So, so hear me out. So hear me out. So I'm let's dead. let's say let's say they beat let's say they beat Dallas because Dallas is not good. Three then they got then they got okay. that then they got the Bears. Well, heck, we know the Bears aren't good, so that's an opportunity to win. Four no. Four no. Okay. Then they got the Packers. Okay, that's probably a loss. Let's be honest. Okay. And the Ravens. Yeah. Right. Ravens are probably a loss too. So they're right. at four yeah. and two. So from four and two, then they've got the Jags, They'll beat the Seahawks, five, the six, Texans, seven. Now the Lions, 
Probably, probably a loss. Let's go seven and three. Let's go seven and three. Just the benefit of the doubt. Then they got the Cowboys again. Beat them again. That's get them out of here. The Commanders. Oh yeah. I think that I I don't know. I think that's a loss because I think Washington's a lot better. Okay, I say I say they split with the Commanders. Right. So call that. That's nine and four. The Mm -hmm. Eagles nine and five. Mm -hmm. Vikings nine and six. No. Uh. Uh. Ten. Uh, we are told you what did you uh, see you from the, their defense? What, what, not it's only not, the, but not, not, not only their defense, what did time. you see? What did you see it's from not, Kirk Cousins? It's Cousins. not prime time, it's not prime time. He can't play at 8 30. He cannot play at 8 30. They actually what they should do is in primetime games, and thankfully for Minnesota, they only have one more this season. They should start Kalen Mund just on the primetime games. He will do that. So so hold on. So we're at nine and five, and then they've got okay. the Colts. W. Dub. I, I think there's 10 oh, yeah. games. I think. Like, there's 10 winnable games on their schedule. I, I'm, not, I'm yeah. not including the ones that are iffy. There's 10 games. <laughs> like, that's crazy. It doesn't, yeah. it, is it ridiculous for me to say, Tone, that 10 wins might be able to win the NFC East? That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. I'm just ridiculous. saying. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it funny how I use your own voice to answer your question? I think that's actually. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that Jill, Jillian, honestly, like this, not to get your hopes up because I'm sure you have no expectations, but I, I'm in it with you. I'm so excited. I'll say this: happens. if I'm a playoff team, that's the team I want to play first. <laughs> if they make it, I want to play the Giants okay. first. As long as they don't have to play the 49ers, I'm straight. Because every time the Giants oh. play the 49ers, they drop us. Really? Uh, I the year we the year we went to the bowl game against Baltimore. The, the year before that, we lost to the Giants in the NFC Championship. When I found out oh. that the Giants wasn't making the playoffs, I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. But in recent I like, history... I was like, and- we're going to the bowl game. I yeah, knew that, it. Yeah, I think recent history probably differs yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, um, do yeah, we have? We'll, do we have? Okay, let's do the question that I'm ducking, and then and then we're going to do... Say, and then we'll do your segment. So, so I want I think- everyone to know in the chat, we're doing a special edition, because you're going to hear like a new intro of... Uh, so I have another show called Crunching the Numbers. I'm just going to be very honest with my, you know, I love the people in our chat, so I'm gonna be honest with them. We're gonna do a special edition of Crunching the Numbers, which is a show that I do for, it's a Canadian network only um, called the Fired Up Network. And so I needed to tape it. So I could either tape it after the show or I can have two guests on who are already here and you guys in the chat, and we're gonna go through every game. So that's what we're gonna do. But first let's, let's, let's get to the question I'm ducking. Yeah, uh, so the question fluence ducking, I believe, is right where are it it was from Keyshawn, right oh yeah okay wait i don't think it was, was from the... Keyshawn. Keyshawn said i was ducking it i think it's from my laughing effect oh yeah that one was good okay fluent as a man who knows football does aaron Rodgers not making the super bowl after three 13 and three seasons in a row and back-to-back mvps is him not making the super bowl as worse as Braun losing the finals. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers, it absolutely is worse than Braun losing in the finals because Braun losing in the finals lost to some all-time great teams. And in most cases, the ones that he lost, with the exception of Dallas, he wasn't the favorite. So the other team was the favorite to win. So he just didn't, but he did overcome other times, like a 3-1 deficit where he, he shouldn't have won and he did. Whereas Aaron Rodgers, who's the, you know, there's a reason people call him Rodgers and, and people say, well, that's because you're a hater. No, another, you know, other, it's because Aaron Rodgers plays a certain way. He is phenomenally like phenomenal and just 
phenomenally talented is what I was going to say. He can make every throw. The problem is he plays very, very, very safe MVP award-winning football. And what do I mean by that? Look at his touchdowns to interception ratio. It's so impressive because he plays it safe. There were times when he doesn't take chances because he doesn't want to throw a pick. And people will say, well, that's good. He doesn't throw picks. But no, it also takes him away from winning some tough games. So him having that many MVPs being, you know, the best, people would say he was the, for a stretch, the best quarterback. He's always in the top three, even this year, top three quarterbacks in the league and only ever making one Super Bowl because, and in that game, he played terrible in the NFC Championship game. And it was the defense that took him there. Yeah, that's his career. People will look at it and say, oh my God, he was so great and so talented because they get fooled by, by the skill and the eye test. His career, when he retires, he, for me, he is considered a failure because at the end of the day, the goal is to win Super Bowls, and he did not do that. He lost to the Niners, what, three times, four times? He didn't make it. He made it to the Super Bowl just about once, once. Patrick Mahomes has been in the league four years and made it and won, has been twice, won once and been there twice. So, yeah, I would think if that's the, if that's the end goal to win a Super Bowl, his career has been a failure. And I think it, yeah, it is worse than Braun losing in the finals. Absolutely. You know, if he made it to the Super Bowl three, four times and lost and, you know, won a couple, I'd say, okay, cool. At least he made it there. And I'm, I'm sure there's a reason he lost, but he couldn't even make it out of the NFC. So, yeah, I think it's a failure. I watched Russell Wilson throw three interceptions in the NFC championship game and they still won. I'm out. I'm out. I, I, and I could go. I could. I could go. There's on. so many other examples, but yeah, I like could go last, on to a last number year. Of last year was like, oh, the, what was it? Something about the punt. I'm like, well, no. If he's the greatest quarterback, if he's supposed to lead your team, he should get that I'm first out. down. So you don't have to punt. Good. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm just straight on. I'm straight on. Watch. That, yeah. I, I watch. I watch Russell Wilson throw three interceptions, and they end up winning that game. And Russell Wilson is in tears because he knows for a fact we're gonna lose, and it's gonna be because of me. And they didn't pull that out. I watched Colin Kaepernick throw for 200 yards and run for 200 yards on Green Bay. In Green Bay, going to the bowl game. I'm out on Aaron Rodgers. I'm straight. And and, and let me just say this too, right? Here's the thing, because people are going to say I'm knocking him. At the end of the day, when he, he's still he's going to be like almost undoubtedly a top 10 NFL quarterback of all time. Yep. Just because of everything he's done, you have to put him there. But if you're being real, it's been a below expectation career, right? There's very few people who ex- like meet expectations. There's even fewer who exceed expectations, right? I always, I always use LeBron as the as the example of a guy who ex- like he came in as the chosen one and the king and exceeded those expectations. That's yeah. incredible to do. Aaron Rodgers, a hundred percent below ex- expectation but from a talent standpoint it's difficult to yeah argue. not from not from talent yeah not from yeah. all the from talent a, in the world yeah, yeah from a talent standpoint i can't name five quarterbacks better than him but when i think about a guy who didn't produce nearly as much as he could have in the in the postseason mm-hmm. I, I i have a difficult time putting guys like i, I have a difficult time putting him at a, him ahead of guys like drew Brees and and, and joe Mont- I, I have a difficult time with that I mean, at the end of the day, you're here to win championships. If you can't that's do that, not that everything else is nothing. Like, that's all huge. But right. 
you have to win. You have to win to back it up, I think. So, uh, okay, last, last question. Um, this is for you, Jay, because Keyshawn's asked it a bunch of times and I've skipped over it. So in like a minute, uh, he said, I'm sh- uh, I'm shutting down this Mellow score debate. Russ achieved way more than Mellow as a scorer and Russ is not a top 10 scorer. I'm coming with he. You ain't coming with nothing. You the same dude that told me that Kyrie Irving is the most complete uh, or the best offensive player of his generation. Give me a break already with you. Carmelo Anthony averaged 26 a game for a decade. What are you talking about? Not only did he average 26 a game for a decade, he was an integral part of what they were doing in Denver. You're not coming with heat. You're coming with you're coming with logic that's sideways. This dude here, he always gives me sideways logic, which never makes any sense. And I'm so Please sick don't. of bur- I'm so sick of burying this dude. Carmelo Anthony averaged 26 a game for a decade, took his team to the Western Conference Championship, and he was that dude from the door. Russell Westbrook for an eight-year span when he was running with Kevin Durant. 22 a game. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. I believe it's sideways. He's just trying to get under He knew what he was doing. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yes, we are. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. Everybody's ready? All right. Let's do it. It's like a new show is about to start. So let's give ourselves three. We'll go to Miami. Yeah, it's crunching the numbers. Basketball jersey edition. Let's go. I brought some friends along. Chilltown 32 and Halftime Haley. Go check them out at, at Chilltown 32 and at Halftime Haley, wherever you H- go on, on social. All right, so jumping into crunching the numbers, we are going to do something a little bit different today. We're going, we are live on a different stream. So if you hear us talking about the chat, that's where it's coming from. We're still going to go through every slate of games. I'm going to give you the spreads. And this time, all three of us are going to make our picks. Mm-hmm. And hey, chat, if you're uh, fast enough on the draw and tell us who you think will win, we'll, we'll, we'll say your name and put you in there too. So we're going to start right off the bat with, you know, the most important game, the most important game of this weekend. The Bears. The Houston Texans travel to Chicago. <laughs> of course. Oh travel go. to Chicago. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears are three-point favorites with the Texans coming in. I'll go last. Uh, Haley, let's go ladies first. Uh, Bears and Texans? Yep. Yep. I'm going to go Texans just to mess with you. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bears. Haley, this might be your last appearance on crunching the numbers. Um, this will be, this will be a Bears. This will be a Bears win by four, by four. So take the Bears, uh, even as uh, their home favorites, three points. They they can do that. By Sebastian Lopez says Texans win. Yes, but do they come? Oh. the Texans win just outright? No, Sebastian. No, we will not be picking your picks for the rest of the show. All right, the next game, <laughs> the 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 disappointing. Oh yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just. Muting people out of the chat if their picks are wrong. Um, you're lucky. I'm going to keep you on because you know we need okay, to. Cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jillian, Jillian uh, picks the Bears. We are good with Jillian. All right, here we go. Uh, the next one is the Las Vegas Raiders, the the disappointing Las Vegas Raiders. Let's be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Traveling to play the worst team in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans. The uh, Titans are home dogs, two and a half points, two and a half points. So. Can the Raiders cover a two and a half point spread in Tennessee? Yes. I so you got the Raiders. Yep, I'm taking the Raiders. Raiders. I got the Raiders. Clean mm-hmm. sweep on the Raiders. I love it. Um, listen, I think we're gonna see 
what we expected from the Raiders in week one. It might be fool's gold because Tennessee's not like, like I said, Tennessee's not as good as we thought they were going to be. All right. This one actually should be an interesting matchup. The, the man, I thought, you know what I thought? I thought the chiefs were done in a sense that not done. They were done dominating. Without Tyreek. I thought they were, yeah, I thought they were, I still thought they'd be like a playoff team and everything, but I thought they were done dominating the league. Boy, was I wrong. So chiefs go into Indianapolis to play the Colts. They are six. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Are we taking the Chiefs down six and a half or the Colts and the points? Chiefs. All hey, the way. Tom, yeah. Get Matt Ryan off my television. I don't, and I'm not asking, <laughs> get him off my TV. Do it now. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to say nothing else, though. Agreed. You don't like, you don't like Matty Ice? Get Matt Ryan off my television, no. Tone. That's all I'm going to say. No. Yeah. If I, if I, will the Chiefs win? The question is, will the Chiefs win by a touchdown? So the answer is, yeah, 100. Yeah. That, that's like, I think that's like the lock of the week. And the entire chat agree. We are all in unison. Everybody in the chat, like, I will, everybody Everybody. gets a shout out. Sebastian, Jillian, Justin, Busted, everybody gets a, a everyone's like 13, 20. Okay. So, okay. We're all on the Chiefs. I will call you out if you're wrong. Uh, All right. Next one. This one, this one's a game. This one's a game that I will be flipping back to from the Bears game. Or actually, I'll probably do up the four screens for this one. Um, Bills Bills mm-hmm. traveling to the comeback kids. Tua, Hill, Waddle, Speed Kills, Ken Buffalo, Road Favorites, five and a half points. Or are you taking the Dolphins with the points, five and a half points? Uh, I, as much as I want to give this one to the Dolphins, I, I'm excited for them. I love what they have going on. Um, I, I'm going to give it to the Bills. I just have so much faith in so them. So you're taking the they, Bills and it's not close because it's five they, and a half points. Oh, it's it's under five and a half? Yeah, five and a half. Um, I, I'm still taking the Bills. Still Bills? I am. I All think right. Tua might struggle. I think some of that pressure might might go under. So, yeah, I'm going okay. I think that Buffalo is looking like one of the better teams in the game. And I don't think yeah. Tua emptied it last week. Don't get me wrong. I don't see seven touchdowns this weekend or something like that. But I like what this Dolphins team is doing. And I think it's going to be closer than what you think, Tone. But I do think Buffalo beats them. So, initially, initially, so I have, you guys don't know, but I have like a a thing where I have my pick so I can remember who I'm picking because I want to stay consistent. I originally had had clicked on the Dolphins. And the more I think about that Bills defense, and don't forget, I've I've picked the Bills to make the Super Bowl. And as that game went on last Mm -hmm. week with the Ravens, I'm like, oh, maybe the Dolphins are for real. And then I realized, nah, it looked like the Ravens defense let up up a little. I think the Bills defense is going to give two fits. And so yeah. I've actually changed my mind and I'm going with the chat because everybody in the chat as well, even DJ's got the bills by a touchdown. I'm with you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the bills in Miami um, to win on the road. Oof. Where are we? The, oof, the Detroit, the Detroit, Detroit's Detroit are such like, I want to root for them. Even though they're in our division, I want to root for Detroit. Remember like when the yeah. Cubs were like the lovable losers, that's how I feel about the, the Lions now. Like you, you root for them, except when they're playing your team. I, but they're going into Minnesota. Minnesota's coming off a typical, horrible 
Kirk Cousins prime time show. They should never let Kirk Cousins play after 4 p.m. <laughs> I believe his no. bedtime. I believe his bedtime. I, I believe he I'm going to start calling him Boca because I, I feel like he has to eat the early bird special at four and be in bed by 530. Uh, like everybody yeah. I know from Boca Raton. Well, you're you're from around there or you live around there now. Jay, you see those guys like six o'clock. Their lights are. <laughs> um, so the Lions go into Minnesota to play the Vikings. Vikings are uh, favorites, obviously, by six. So, Ken, so who we got? Lions, Vikings. That game, I mean, I don't know or care, but I guess if I'm going to have to take one, I'm going to go with the, just a, an underdog pick just for fun. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm taking Detroit, Tone. You know how, Tone, you've had this conversation. I, I know. Earlier. You like the Lions. I do like yeah. them, Tone. So, so here's the thing. Here's why I'm. I'm picking the Lions as well. And here's why I'm picking the Lions. The Lions, especially in division games, last year lost seven or eight games by one possession. So they're going to, they'll probably lose, but they'll keep it close. They'll keep it close. I'm thinking like it's, it's going to be like a 27, 23 type of game. Yeah. 27, 23, which, which gives me the thing. So I've, I've got the Lions. I'm with you guys. All right. Oof. The I say, I felt like I've said oof a lot. There's some good matchups this week. Um, the Baltimore Ravens after let's be honest, being embarrassed in that fourth quarter, four touchdowns by Tua in the fourth quarter. It's like Al Bundy touchdowns in one, forget in one game. Al Bundy did in one game. Tua did four touchdowns in one quarter. Ravens go to play the Patriots. They are favorited though. The Ravens are by three, which Patriots team do we see the horrible week one team or the not so bad week two team. I got the Ravens. I think both. And I got it by at least a touchdown. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm with H Boogie on this. I think they go in there and they handle them. After that performance last week, because so because some people are uh, there's some there's some heads on the chopping block this week. Yeah, and they know and that. And that that Lamar MVP. Let's go. Yeah, Lamar on his MVP. Way. Listen, yep. Lamar still Lamar still paid played great last week. Just because they yeah, lost, it's not great. like he didn't play well. He yeah, oh, he, yeah, he had over four hundred all-purpose yards, and they yeah, still he, he's the a break. <laughs> I, I, I'm with I'm with you guys. I think I think the Ravens, I don't big like anything more than seven is big. So I think Ravens yeah. big over the Patriots. And I, there's one person. Look at this, City Boy and Busted are taking the Patriots. Uh oh. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Unpa- oh, it's all laughs. Okay. Maybe that's a joke. Says Pat's in a close one, so we'll we'll see. It's all laughs. It won't be funny if you're a Ravens fan if they lose two in a row. Quick side note, Tone, and I know you take for this quick side note. This quarterback from West Virginia, Daniels, is garbage. I just want to put that out there. He is <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Keep that's going. okay. We listen. We're gonna go into uh, on crunching the numbers. We right now we're only doing football, but I'm gonna have you guys back because we're gonna once he basketball season garbage. starts, we're gonna do some basketball. <laughs> We're not going to do college sports, but why are you picking on my alma mater? That's not nice. Right. Cincinnati Bengals. The disappointing since the, the 0 and 2 Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah, they are. Yeah, they went to the Super Bowl. Yep. Didn't they upgrade their off, uh, offensive line? It Fair. doesn't look like it. They said so. Yeah, that's what they told I, us. I, 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 Allegedly, that's yeah. the word. You know what they they're gonna? You know what they're gonna give Joe Burrow? What? Emotional, damn it! You can't get yeah. sacked. You can't and get CTS sacked that much keep... Yeah, yeah, it's it's sad. I feel bad. Okay, the good the good news is, don't fall for their win. The good news is they're going into New York, well, New Jersey, to play the Jets. The end. They're only because f- <laughs> of their own too. They're only four and a half point favorites. 
Can um, they cover four and a half points against the Jets? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, it seems so obvious that it should be the Bengals, <laughs> that it would be the Bengals, that, but I, who knows? But yeah, I'm taking the Bengals, and I think they should be able to cover, cover that. I think Joe's going to come out with uh, Fury. I think he's done with what's been going on, and I think uh, they're going to come out strong. I hope so. I like H- the Bengals, though. H-Boogie. Get Flacco off my TV. I'm not playing with you, okay? I'm not playing with you. Stop playing with me. Get Flacco off my yeah, TV. I'm done with him, too. I'm done. What is that? Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> what a waste of a game. Like, I, I, I just can't. I just can't. But, yeah, Bengals all the way. You got you got Bengals, Jay? Yeah. Yes. All right, we got, we got, we got three picks, and it looks like – and the chat agrees. We got three – four picks – uh, for the Bengals finally getting in the win column. Because if they lose this week, um, they might want to just pack up the season and, and start looking towards next season. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles. I like these divisional games. Go into Washington. As a person I used to know, used to call it Washington. I don't know where that R came from. Uh, to play the now Commanders. I hope they should just change their name every year. I think that would be fun. Just like a different name every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Washington Commanders are, uh, sorry, the Eagles are six and a half point favorites. So they got to win by at least a touchdown in Washington with Carson Wentz looking like Carson Wentz. We have yeah. a talk. He looked pretty good. Can he stay on the? Can he stay on your TV? Yes, Carson yeah. Wentz. I'm I'm good. I'm good with Washington. I'm I'm actually digging him. I think this is going to be a really good test for Washington for for Philly this weekend. I do. Really good test for them. Can they win by seven or well, yeah, by seven? Philly looks to me, Tone. They look like they might be the best team in the NFC, yo. I th- yeah, Hertz is a in the in NFC the running. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Time out, time out. I'll the say big- it one more time for the people in the cheap seats. Philly <laughs> looks to me like they might be the best team in the NFC right now. <laughs> like better than the Rams, better than the Bucks. Yes, yes, yes. They look like they might be the best. Jalen yes. Hurts in the 49ers. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts looks like. He has commanded this offense. He looks like yep. he knows what he's doing. I'd like to see them involve Devontae a little bit more. But from what I see, and I understand that AJ, I understand that AJ Brown is on the edge, and that's his guy. And I'd like to see them involve Devontae a little bit more. But from what I'm seeing, Tone, this Philadelphia team looked like they might be the best team in the AFC, in the NFC right now. I, I want to hear those words come out of your mouth. The Eagles are are right now ahead of the 49ers. They are. Wow. They are. Uh, we're, st- yeah. we're still in transition, Tone. We, we're, we're, yeah. we're still in transition. We're changing quarterbacks. We're still getting our offense figured out. Uh, Jalen Hurts right now, he looks like he's ahead of the curve, and I like what they're doing in Philly. I do. Okay. So yeah. are you picking Philly to beat the Commanders by I six am. and a half? Okay. Yeah, you I got am. Philly? Haley? Yeah, I'm high on Hurts. I'm high on the Eagles. I love it. Like, if we mm-hmm. somehow can't make it, I'm I'm Eagles all the way. I'm rooting for yeah. them. So, well, um, yeah, and I think they can do it by a touchdown. I think they should okay. be able to. Right. Well, I, I, I don't have a wolf. I don't have a wolf howling, but I should get one because I'm the lone wolf. Because <laughs> I don't have a uh, I'm going with the commanders to keep it close. I still think the Eagles win, but these divisional games, I think, are tight. So I, I'm going to take yeah. the commanders with six and a half points. That's fair. Now right. we go down to uh, Nolens. Actually, no, Nolens goes to Carolina. They are uh, Saints are three point favorites against the horrible Carolina Butter Butter Panthers. Butter. butter <laughs> um, Carolina Butter. Carolina Butter Panthers. Who do you got? Do you got yeah. the Saints licking that butter off their fingers, or uh, or the Panthers with the three points? 
Mm. It's back to you, Haley. Oh, gross. another gross game. I I love <laughs> like I gross. love the Saints. I've I've just been a huge fan. I like Jameis as a person, but man, they look bad. Um, not that the Panthers look any better, but I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna go Saints this one and hope for the best. What what do they by by three three, three and a half? Three three. I I I'd take that. Yeah. The chat, all the chat has the Saints so far. Jay. Okay. I'm taking Carolina, Ooh. even though they got an average quarterback who I recognize right now. I think he's an. Why average are you complimenting him? I think he's an <laughs> average quarterback. I watch as much as I want this guy, as much as I want Jameis to be that guy. He shows yeah. me every week. You know who I equate him to? I equate him to Russ. I had such Westbrook? high hopes. I, I I had yeah. such high hopes for, for for him, and then to find out that Jameis doesn't do his homework. He doesn't. Either he doesn't do his homework tone or he just doesn't get it. (laughs) And I think that because when I watch him throw H, when I watch him throw in the double coverage and I'm thinking to myself, that dude is not open. What are you looking at? I'm in the film room watching him saying to myself, (laughs) what are you looking at? Because that dude is not open. I know that there's a small window, but there's has there has to be different progressions. Has to be. So what are you looking at right there? So So here's here's what drives you nuts about Jameis is that one week you're like, hey, he looks pretty good. And the next week you're like, oh, he looks horrible. Well, this is the oh, week yeah. where he looks this is based on his based on his rotation. Um, thank you, Sebastian Lopez. Get Baker off my TV. Yeah, 100%. Get Baker <laughs> off my TV. Um, I'm going with the Saints big because this is his turn to have a mm. good game. And I believe, hopefully yeah. for my fantasy team, Alvin Kamara is back, mm. uh, which I think made a difference mm. last week too. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with, with the Saints because I need some points from Alvin Kamara. So I hope he plays and I hope he has a big game. The 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 chat is the, the chat Saints Saints and, uh, there's it's a little split more Saints than Panthers but we're yeah. we're gonna go with the Saints. The Jacksonville Jaguars get a win. Seven I think what was seventeen nothing. Beautiful beautiful game against the team. They have their number. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter who's playing for the Colts. If they go to Jacksonville, they're losing. I don't care. They could bring Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison, uh, Marshall Falk all back, and they and they'd still go to Jacksonville and lose. Um, they and they got a they got a nice easy game this week after their win last week. They get to go to LA to play the Chargers. No oh boy. Um, Charger, Chargers favored by seven. Yeah, I mean, with, I, I got the Chargers. I think well. they handled them. I think I think the LA Chargers handled them. Yep. Yeah. Chargers by what seventy? Like six round, probably. I'll give them like around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chargers, Chargers yeah. in a landslide. Um. But hey, good for the Jaguars. You know they got their win. I, so I, that's that's good for them. I think the everything that happened last you year. Had mentioned, you had mentioned that Detroit one tone. I forgot to tell you either Detroit, either Philadelphia and Washington, their defense is whack, or Detroit offense is a lot better than what I think. Mm. It, it could probably it could be both. Mm-hmm. Could be both. Yeah. Um, the next game. The speaking, we're we're sticking with LA teams. Yep. Uh, we're moving to the four o'clock games, I believe. Yes, we are. Oh, that was the Jags was a four o'clock game too. Rams going into the big toaster. Do people still call it that in Arizona? Because when I was when I was there, we called it the big toaster. They called it the big toaster. I didn't like that name, but because it looks like a big toaster. Like a uh, the Rams go to Arizona to pay the Cardinals. Uh, Rams favored by three and a half. 
I got Cardinals. I'm taking Cardinals. Oh, wow. That was fast. Give, me, yeah, me give too, it to me. Yep. Me, me, me yep. too, Ace. I'm, I'm, Get I'm those Rams out of here. They're frauds. Yeah. I'm done with them. I don't want to hear about They're the Nets in the NFL for me. I don't want to talk about them. They have to prove something. Just because you won last season, good for you. I mean, and normally I'm not like that. Normally I give due respect and I say congratulations. Like, you earned it. But there's something about the Rams that just, like, the problem that you have with them, H Boogie. Matt the problem, Stafford. The, the problem that you have with them is that we own them. That's the problem yeah, that we you know. Have with them. And it should have been us. That's it. Y'all ain't had no business us. in the bowl game. We own these dudes. Right. And I, I like the Arizona. I like the momentum that yeah. they got going into yeah. this weekend. I'm gonna roll yeah. with Arizona Tom. I beat a man. You gotta beat the man. And I just don't think Arizona's beating the man. So I'm going with the Rams. Three and a half points, no problem. Uh the Cardinals tricked you last week they're not that team and here's the beauty of the cardinals the thing that i know with their coach they're not going to make any adjustments so just watch last game and you'll know chad exactly agrees with us, you're going to know exactly no, chad well, agrees with you us. can all be wrong it's okay um <laughs> and you'll know exactly okay. what they're going to do that's why every time uh, kingsbury has a team they always get worse and worse and worse as the season goes on so they might have a chance because it's early it's only week three yeah it's week um, three all right, you guys rolling, rolling with the Cardinals. I'm rolling with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, Allen Robinson's gonna have a big day, big day. Mm-hmm. Oh no, wait, Cooper Cup's gonna have a big day. That's what I have in fantasy. This is that's all that matters. Who I have in fantasy, they have a big, mm-hmm. <laughs> big day. All right, uh, Atlanta, Atlanta. The do you remember how to do the Dirty Bird? Remember how to do it? You know how H. You know how you feel about the Rams. That's how I feel about the Dirty Bird. <laughs> well, they going up. They going to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle yeah. is favored by two. This is really just a pick'em game. Let's be honest. So he yes. got Falcons or Seahawks. Seahawks at home. Just because the Seahawks are at home, I, I'm not. I, I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think Atlanta is the worst team in football. Yeah, I agree. I, we said that before yeah. the season started. We agreed on that, and I'm still I, there. Uh, I think so. they're the worst team in football. So yeah. give me, give me Gino. Yep. Gino and the Hawks. Yep. I so I so want to I so want to change my pick um, because everybody's picking the Seahawks, but it's it is that I have the Se- I have the Seahawks too. I do have the Seahawks. I just I feel like Mariota's not like look he's not a starter in this league, but I don't think he's as bad as as we make him out to see. Like he's he's okay, but the Seahawks. You're right. Atlanta's just a bad team. But yes, I've I've, I've got the Seahawks. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, yes, he is a starter. Is he a starter on a playoff team? No, no, no. I, no. When I say he's not a starter, I mean like he's starting on a team. Right. He's he's not a top thirty two quarterback. Is is what I'm saying. He he shouldn't be like his team. He's not. Yes, he's not leading a team to the playoffs. Sure, fine. I, I don't think he should be starting. I think it, just like Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is a, is a starting quarterback. He's not a starting quarterback, if that makes sense. Star quarterback, yeah. yeah. All right, Green Bay, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers going into Tampa to play the GOAT. Mm. Thomas Ooh. Brady, one-and-a-half-point favorite bucks, I guess because it's in Tampa. Can Aaron Rodgers go in against that defense? And I feel like I'm a movie uh, guy now. And get it done against the Bucks defense. Um, this, that's tough. I I would I really want to see their record, like what their record against each other is, um, just to give me more insight. But I I think I'm going to go with the Bucks on this one, mainly because we saw what that defense 
looks like. It is so tough. And it's Tom Brady. Like, and recently how Aaron Rodgers has kind of been playing, obviously last week was a bit better, but they're still working through. They have these young guys that I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. Uh, so you got these vets for a, versus these younger guys. I'm going to take the vets all the way. Even though Mike Evans isn't playing, right? He's got his suspension. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep that in mind. That's where I was going. I was thinking Mike Mike Evans, if Mike Evans That's not being big, in the line, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a big deal. I'll still take Taylor. So you're picking. All right. So Haley, Haley's got the, the Bucks. Yeah. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking the Bucks also. Even though Mike Mike Evans is not going to be in the lineup and that offense kind of stalled last week without him. I mean, with him. With him in the yeah. lineup, but once he went out, that offense got rolling. I think that that fight basically gave them the momentum. I think that they, I think that they overcome a lot of their mistakes, and I think that they handle Green Bay this weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to read a couple of the chats because they're they're worth reading. Uh, DJ's got Tampa by 17. I like that thinking. Sebastian's got the Bucks by nine, and the goat shows him. I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers who the better number 12 is. Uh, TB 12 over AR 12. Um, so we got a lot of, we got a lot of Tampa love. We got a lot of Tampa love bet on bet on TB 12. Every time those young receivers on the Packers are going to struggle against that defense. That's the part that I think is that Aaron Rodgers has no trust in those receivers. Like he's throwing a Randall 80 year old Cobb, um, you know, when he's on third down possessions, that's, that's how much he trusts, you know, Watson and, and Lazard and others. So I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm going with Tampa Bay. I think it's a clean sweep on Tampa Bay, with or without Evans. I think they win. Okay. Ooh, oh, this one. I wonder. I wonder where you're going with this one. Uh, FYI, for those who are watching this later on, these two are uh, both 49er fans. So you got the Sunday Nighter, 49ers with Jimmy, Jimmy G, against the team that I picked to finish last in the AFC West with the worst quarterback in the AFC West. And now everyone laughed when I said that at the beginning of the season. Damn, I'm looking pretty smart right now. Mm-hmm. They go into the Broncos. 49ers are only one and a half point favorites in Denver and Mile High. Do they have a problem with the altitude up there, guys? Not the altitude. No. That- how does it feel? Hey, let me ask you, how does it feel? You don't know this, Haley, but um, Jay's got a crush on the Broncos. He's got an orange crush. I do. When your favorite team plays your, like, your side uh, thing there. Where, where are you going? Yeah. Going? I, I have been I have been secretly having an affair with the Denver Broncos for over the, 20, over the last twenty. With years. everything going on in Boston, you might want to use a different. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I have, I have I have been I have been we've been involved and we've been yeah. involved. Yeah. They're in an yeah. entanglement. Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> that's going on. That is going on. Okay. Well, well, Jay, honestly, like, do you have the Niners in this one? Tony and I had this conversation, Haley, about a month ago, and I think that the Broncos are the worst team in the AFC West. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I'm taking the Niners. Okay. And I, the problem that I'm – the thing that I'm worried about is Russell Wilson owns us. That's the thing. Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. Isn't it? Do you think it's a different Russell Wilson? I, I, but what if that – something just kicks in with him? Yeah, that's the thing that, that I'm That could happen. With. That's the thing that I'm concerned with. But I'm going with the Niners in this game. I think we, I think we can handle them dudes. I do. Yeah, I do as well, um, just because of obviously Nathaniel Hackett um, has been struggling and just the way he's been coaching the Broncos, nothing against him. He's starting out. The whole unit is a new system, but I, I'm going to take the Niners as well. Mm-hmm. I do see it being a good game, um, but I see it being a close game as well. 
So hey, look, it's, it's a other than a couple of people in the chat that got the Broncos. It's all laughs. I always wonder if he's being if 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 you're joking when when I see it's all laughs. But Broncos by three in a low scoring game. I have the 49ers uh, by a touchdown. Um, the Broncos just they don't look to be in sync. And and I don't think it's even Russell Wilson's fault, but just nothing seems to be working. And the coach just seems to, you know, when you come out and say, ah, I should have done this after week yeah. one, I should have just don't say anything. If you're wrong, just don't say anything. Say privately to Russ, hey, my bad. I should have called the timeout, giving you the ball with a minute left and, you know, fourth and five. Have that private conversation. It does not need to be public because now everybody doubts everything you do. So I got the 49ers winning. Uh, I like the energy, like you said, when Jimmy G came in last week. I think they're going to ride that for at least a few weeks anyways, just that energy of having the players in San Francisco just looked so happy. It was like. You took your kids to Disney World. They were miserable because you had them in school and you said, hey, you know what? Forget school. Come with me. And you'd surprise them with Disney World because everyone was like, yay. They were so happy yeah. to see him. So I'm going I'm to go I'm gonna go with the Niners. All right. Monday night. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Dallas Cowboys squaring off against the 2-0. and <laughs> Let's go. Hold on. Give me a minute just to hold on. Drink it in, Tone. Drink <laughs> all of reality. it. Don't, don't, don't drink some <laughs> of it, Tone. Don't drink most of it. Chug it. Okay? Because Chug I, it. I guess I, guess I got to take back when I said they're going to go 0-17. So. Yes, you do. Reverse. Chug it, Tone. Chug it. 2-0 yeah. New York Giants. Now, part of part of my, my thing about that is I didn't think Saquon Barkley would come back. Now, he wasn't as great, obviously, in week two. But that week one performance was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I thought he would have to, you know, slowly get back into it, kind of like what CMC is doing, right? Kind of more slow roll. Plus, obviously, we got you know Coach McGahey, who's the coach of the special teams, who's a, a friend of ours. His son Trent goes to U of H, who we have on our show, um, uh, Players Choice Gridiron, uh, our, our football show. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons to hate on the Giants, <laughs> but Cowboys go in the Giants. The Giants are two and a half point favorites. The Giants are two and a half point what? favorites against no Cooper. Yes, against Cooper, Andy Dalton, Rush, uh, and the Cowboys. Andy Dalton, Rush. <laughs> <laughs> That's Skip Bayless reference. <laughs> who, who, who we got? Cowboys or or the or the Giants? The G man. Yeah. We both. I mean, we we did touch on this a little bit earlier, but mm -hmm. I'm I'm taking the Giants. I'm going along for the ride. Why not? Why the hell not? It is time to just. See what they can do. Well, do I have I think, stock I think in this? No. Yeah, we're 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 going with it right now. So mm -hmm. yeah. You guys, uh, you I, guys I, made so many good points. Sorry, go ahead. You have you have one a point to make. Let, well, I guess I was just gonna finish it off with I mean Cooper Rush is is he can win a few games here and there, but I I don't know. I see the Giants as a unit. They're they're pushing forward. It might end this week and it might not, but uh, I, I just yeah, Sebastian. I know he's in the chat. I know he's a Cowboys fan, but um, I just don't see the season going anywhere for them. So, well, I so, think yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. Go ahead. You, you and I had this discussion. I don't got the Cowboys making the playoffs this year. I don't. I, do I, I don't have either one of these teams making the playoffs this year. I, I, don't, I don't have the Cowboys <laughs> making the playoffs fair. this year, and I just think that. Saquon Barkley, before he banged up his knee and then before he rolled up his ankle, we were having a legit discussion about him being the best back in the game. So when you got the best back in the game and the quarterback has gotten better, I like the direction that the Giants are heading in. I just do. 
there's people there's people saying aside from Aaron Donald we might be having Micah Parsons as the best defensive player in the game conversations yeah That's we might fair, be we, but we might he's be a single person he can't take a team to the playoffs well, I mean not, not, not I mean only, I know like that. Aaron Donald he be, was a he huge could become he Rams, could become but... he could become best friends with uh Danny no dimes uh this week you could see a lot of each other I'm gonna I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this Cooper Rush is going to say and Cooper Rush who beat the Bengals last week is going to go into New York and beat the New York Giants and remind people that the New York Giants are not a good football team. So I am going with the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Man, so that's all the picks for this week on crutching the numbers and as always that what you know what that means? It means now you're more fluent all right. Hey, chat. Thanks for joining. I'm going to chop that off and mm-hmm. throw that in. I appreciate that. I got to go do a fantasy grill show. Is yeah. there, it seems like there's a, I don't know. I know it's, we're super later than we normally go. There's a couple of chats. I don't know if you want to, have you guys talked about the top three in passing yards going into week three? Two well, I actually, Arson I have to go, and Joe Flacco. I, no. That's, since you want him off your team. Get off him off TV. my TV. All right. Uh, Haley. Thank you. I'm go- yeah, it. thank you guys. Appreciate you guys. We're going to Cincinnati, so we like tonight, late tonight. So um for, for, for what? Catching uh, the red eye. Yeah, basically. Uh we're just gonna go see family. Uh oh, I thought I mean, nothing I, no. bad, but yeah, nothing, nothing. I wish it was for a game or something. I thought maybe for the game. That's what I was gonna ask. Catching the red eye. No doubt. Yeah. Catching the red eye. All right. Well, not seven. But it's seven thirty. Don't forget she's in Portland. Hey, yeah. You're in Portland, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I haven't packed it on anything. I've been working oh. all day, so get out, yeah. get out of here. Go pack. Yeah, you gotta go handle all right, that. You do. Um, but yeah, well, but we'll be back next Thursday. We do have a uh the goat of every NBA team that we're yes, gonna we touch do. on, yeah. which oh, is gonna be yeah, a lot of fun. Goat of NBA. Uh, yeah, next. And week, I want to spend a lot week. of time on that because yeah, you yes, kind of get down in the nitty gritty. So yes, um, do. yeah. But for now, I I don't know. Are you guys gonna stay on? for No, we out. We out. We out. We out. All right, EJ. Take take it. Take it away for us. Take it light, but take it.